morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Today is Wednesday, September 22nd. I'm JL and I am joined by Charlie. We're happy to be delivering the latest updates in the world of sports, entertainment, gaming and NFTs. Those that haven't been following the podcast every Wednesday, our 1.37 p.m.'s Bo and Connor goes live to talk about all things entertainment and movies, and they'll be doing the same today. The topic at hand is Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman's classic film Seven in honor of the film's 26th sixth anniversary so come hang yeah i'm excited to come hang today and watch and talk about seven um but also doing the research i was very surprised to see this today is a crazy day in television history just in general on this day in 1994 friends made its debut on this day in 1999 the west wing the political drama that sort of formed a lot of political ideology in the 2000s i would say um debuted in 1999 and then lost debuted in 2004 the pilot of lost was the most expensive pilot of all time when it first launched i think it's been broken by now but um it's just crazy september 22nd big day for tv i guess like uh, as as fall begins it makes sense that's when a lot of big time tv shows launch but just three incredibly major tv shows all launched on the same day a couple years apart yeah that's pretty cool those are classics Speaking of classics, the Fugees are reuniting for a series of shows celebrating the 20th anniversary of their iconic album, The Score. Lauryn Hill, Wyclef John, and Proz Michael, better known as the hip-hop and R&B trio called the Fugees, are reuniting once again. This time, as we mentioned before, they are linking up for the 20th anniversary of their 1996 classic, The Score. This isn't the first time they've reunited. Um, if you, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but they reunited all the way back in 2005 for their BET Awards performance and have done sporadic performances here and there, but this is officially official. The Fugees will embark on this reunion tour starting on November 2nd at the United Center in Chicago, and it will end, or the U.S. dates rather, will end on November 28th at the Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. A special New York City gig for the group will take place on September 22nd from a mystery location that hasn't been revealed yet. And this performance will be taped for the Global Citizens Live event, which will be broadcast on September 25th. So be sure to register on the Global Citizen website for your chance at scoring some tickets. And if you happen to miss out on any of those shows, you'll be able to catch them in December as they perform international concerts in Paris, London, Nigeria and Ghana. What do you think, JL? Are we gonna are we gonna make it to the uh, to the Fuji's reuniting show? I think we gotta try and pencil it in. Yeah, yeah. You gotta try to go to the New York date. I gotta try to get a, the Atlanta date in. But for sure, for sure. With that, we will jump over into the world of sports. Sports. Sharpshooter J.J. Redick is retiring from the NBA. I'm personally very sad to see this. I know it happens for every athlete, but J.J. Redick is a fan favorite and has been for every team that he has played for. He's the former player of the year at Duke University and spent 15 long years in the NBA. Redick was a rather crucial member of the Orlando Magic team that made a run to the NBA Finals in 2009. I remember that run specifically because they beat my Cleveland Cavaliers. They were not supposed to. I was very upset over that, and we were robbed over the opportunity to see a Kobe and LeBron on finals, but nonetheless, uh, Redick has made a living for himself in the NBA as one of the more reliable three-point shooters of his generation. In addition to the Magic, Redick has played for the Milwaukee Bucks, Los Angeles Clippers, Philadelphia 76ers, New Orleans Pelicans, and Dallas Mavericks. 
He averaged 12.9 points per game during his career and ranks 15th all-time with nearly 2,000 made three-pointers. That exact number is actually 1,950, so that's a lot. And since we are on the topic of the NBA, this is something that has been talked about heavily over the course of the offseason, and the man of the hour is Ben Simmons. Apparently, he will not report to Sixers training camp, and he wants out, which is something that has been speculated ever since the season ended. Of course, training camp is set to begin next week, and with his refusal to show up for the Philadelphia 76ers, he, of course, is desiring to start the upcoming NBA season with a different team. At the request of Rich Paul, Ben Simmons' agent, the Sixers have been openly shopping the point guard not too long after Philly lost to the Atlanta Hawks in the second round of these past NBA playoffs. It's like we said, this has been something that's been speculated for a while now. Um, the Sixers have a couple of options here. They can test Simmons' willingness to stay, as there would be serious financial implications for missing media days and practices if Simmons were to do so. Uh, nonetheless, I'm sure no Sixers fan would have ever imagined this happening maybe two or three years ago when Simmons seemed to be one of the cornerstones for the future success of the franchise. This situation kind of reminds me a little bit of the Kyrie Irving situation with Cleveland back in 2017. Yeah, I'm definitely interested to see where the Ben Simmons saga lands. Um, with that, we can hop over some entertainment news. Entertainment. So Daniel Craig apparently doesn't think that James Bond should be played by a woman, but he has a pretty good reason why. I'll be honest, when I first read this headline, I was like, what the? I don't want to talk about that. Why does Daniel Craig believe that? In an interview with the British outlet Radio Times said that he doesn't think that the next Bond should be a woman. And what he said, elaborating on it, because obviously I think that that's not such a good take as just a standalone take. But what he said was there should simply be better parts for women and actors of color. Why should a woman play James Bond when there should be a part just as good as James Bond, but for a woman? And I think he's right about this. Ultimately, we can create iconic characters. Uh, we don't need to just necessarily diversify the representation of the previously predominantly male characters that we already have. The franchise producer Barbara Broccoli agreed with Craig saying he's a male character. He was written as a male and I think he'll probably stay as a male and that's fine. We don't have to turn male characters into women. Let's just create more female characters and make the story fit those female characters. And I think that's a really good point that we definitely need more representation of women and people of color in these major, major franchises like this. And rather than putting them into a pre-existing role. We just need to create new iconic characters that will stand the test of time the way that James Bond did, and we absolutely can do that. The upcoming film No Time to Die will be Craig's final time as James Bond, and the discussion is as heated as ever over who will take on the mantle next. NFTs. In the world of NFTs, NFT sports, Tiger Woods and the brand Autograph launched exclusive NFTs via DraftKings Marketplace yesterday. Autograph is really about as big as it gets when it comes to sports NFTs and digital collectibles in the sports world. Yesterday, they launched a set of NFTs co-designed by Tiger Woods, which marks Woods' entry into the world of NFTs, and these uh, tokens are only available for sale on DraftKings Marketplace. The tokens will be dropping. There are going to be a couple new ones dropping every few days over the next week, and then there's a full second collection dropping on the 28th. And so if the name Autograph isn't ringing any bells, just we talked about it a few weeks ago, months ago, but it's the NFT platform that made headlines a few months back for its star-studded advisory board, which includes names like Derek Jeter, Naomi Osaka, Simone Biles, Tony Hawk, essentially just goats of a bunch of different sports. It was also co-founded by Tom Brady. So far, they've launched a couple of collectible lines already in Autograph's preseason access collection. They did one with Tom Brady, they did one with Wayne Gretzky, Tony Hawk, Derek Jeter, Naomi Osaka, and Simone Biles all of which sold out in minutes. Woods drop um, yesterday afternoon sold out crazy quickly, um, but then there's more drops to come. And that is all we've got for today's episode. For more detail on these stories and more, head over to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all of our social media platforms. You know we'll be back tomorrow. As always, remember to stay curious. 